When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. Down Under. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. I had to do that. I got to, I missed uh, the end of last week. You know, someone didn't like, someone said that we sounded like drunk, an old drunk Australian woman. I don't know about that. I, I can sometimes. I've had a few, had a few, had a few bourbons or a few beers, but uh, Down Under is going to stay. Down Under. That's the, that's the way we do it here, Down Under. So, yeah, deal with it. All right, let's let's move on to slinging the slang. <laughs> slinging the slang. <laughs> well, as we always like to say, just as Big Ben likes to sling the rock, we like to sling the slang on here on Steelers Touchdown Under. This is the moment where we get to talk Aussie. Mark, what have you got for the listeners this week? Uh, just going to give one more shout out to to our mate our mate Tunch. Um, I'm thinking when 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 I saw the news today, straight away the slinging the slang came to my head is the. Um, the Aussie Aussie slang, uh, true blue, you know, it's pretty much saying like a true blue guy or a true blue bloke or an Aussie is just a guy that's a stand up guy. Like we all know, we all know someone who's true blue. He's just, you know, he's uh, he's all for their country, their family. He's just, just that guy in the, in the locker room or your fa- in your, in your life. Um, and I would say like not knowing the, not knowing Tunch at all, but through the radio, Tunch was true blue. He's just that guy, man. So, um, that's my you know, my second shout out to him, and it just it, honestly it fits today uh, for him. Well, it's it's funny, like because you think about True Blue, that was the song they uh, you know they played that at like um, 
Steve Irwin's uh, funeral. Remember that? Mm. They played that in the in the in the things. Yeah, so, I, yeah I it's for, very Aussie. Really, I, I forgot who sings that song. Uh, John Williamson. Know. John Williamson. Right, he's like the you know he does all the songs for like the Wallabies games and stuff like yeah. that. He's like top top notch. <laughs> Owen David says Flame and Galar. Flame, flame and Galar. I love that one. Uh, it's at, it's with an H. It's with an H. Yeah. <laughs> but a Galar's a bird, and it's said by a character on one of our TV shows, Alf Stewart. So, oh, uh, yeah. funny one, funny one there. So mine is mine is a yarn, right? So I think we did this in one of our original podcasts, but we've got a lot of lot of you know fans and btsc listeners that that join us as of the, you know since we've been on the youtube side of things so i don't think we've covered it uh but a yarn is basically a very long conversation right so you know for us each week steel's touchdown under is definitely a yarn and it was uh it was one of my granddad's the the one that's anniversary is is this was this week of his passing it was his favorite it was his favorite word and he'd always say i like you know He'd love our yarns and he'd tell people about how he and I'd always have a yarn. And, you know, in his last few months when he was in hospital, he'd say things to the nurses like, leave me alone. I've got to have a yarn with my grandson. And so, you know, I really, I, I love the word and, you know, it's, it's something I miss, you know, I really miss having a yarn with him and I think about it a lot, but then it's funny, you know, I had this mark. Remember I sent you the title for this week's show that I was thinking of, you know, a couple of days ago and, then I wake up and we lose Tunch, who mm. most Steelers fans know because they listen to him have a yarn every time the Steelers play football. And, you know, it's just, it's, I'm really sorry that that had to be the case. Everyone, you know, feeling the same thing of uh, the same sort of feelings that I've been feeling this week. Uh, but at the same time, it's really important. We should be grateful for the, those around us that we like to have a yarn with. So I just thought that I'd, um, I just thought that that was really fitting both for me personally, yeah. both for what we do. It's a massive Aussie word that I've not really seen, you know, too much, too much else. And, you know, as Snowman says with his super chat, you know, puts $5 in the tip jar and says, rest in peach, Tunch Ike and prayers go out to his family and friends. Exactly. And, you know, we, uh, we dedicate this yarn to Tunch and, you know, all those other lost Steelers or lost family well, members that might've been Steeler fans. Yeah, that's it. A good yarn too can also, you know, it can be timeless. Like you can have a good yarn with your grandfather or or someone you meet at the pub, and uh, or you know, actually, I, I met I met a bloke overseas at the in, in Canada. I had a good yarn with him, right? And I'm the kind of guy I'll talk to anyone as long as you're a good person, and I'll, I'll try and figure you out. And actually, you probably figure me out too. But I started talking to this bloke, and um, he, he's an older guy, about about seventy or seventy or eighty or something like that. Yeah. And I was two I was two tables away from him, right? And then near the end of near about five minutes in, I'm like, I said, stuff this. I'm gonna just go. I said, mate, do you mind if I sit sit with you and have, have dinner with you? He said, sure. And then we had started talking. And the best thing about this yarn was um I was I was trying to listen about his stories and, and what he had been doing traveling. But the funniest thing to me, and it still stands to this day, I kid you not, he was more excited to hear about my stories. Yeah. Coming from Australia and being a young bloke coming overseas. But for me, I wanted to hear about where he'd gone to Germany, to England, to, to wherever. But he wouldn't tell me. He kept telling me, no, nah, don't worry about me. What are you doing? Where, where are you coming to? And I said to him, I'm going to Banff in Canada. And he said, oh, that's, uh, that's God's country out that way. Um, so that was a really good conversation. And these are things that, that you know don't happen if you don't ask someone or talk to him. But he was a good, like, a friendly fella. And the, the, the yarn went on, but it was so intriguing i would probably get that to do with tunch as well and he would be a bloke that he's more caring about what you think about your life than his life 
And that's what I got. The other thing that I think you hit the nail on the head with a yarn is a yarn doesn't have to go for an hour, you know, and 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 our podcast every week is a, is a yarn because it's, you know, Mark and I try and address this. Yes, you know, we want this to be as best quality as possible, but we also try and bring you guys in of what we'd sit there and talk about it, you know, the crux of what we talk about if we sat there at the pub having a chat about something, right? Like that's the vibe we like to bring because this kicked off with being, you know, it would go live on a Friday afternoon, Friday evening and, and, you know, we'd record it on our Friday evening, the day, like kind of, you know, or Thursday evening, 24, 48 hours before. So we were already really, really in that vibe. But, you know, when we talk about a yarn, you know, you might have a five-minute yarn, but a yarn is about a deeper conversation. A yarn yeah, is exactly. about going beyond just small talk or, you know, a, a couple of sentences. So, you know, I don't think that a yarn needs to be for an hour or what have you, but it's a, a yarn is, you know, I always sort of, I had to think about this before we did the definition and yeah, you can Google a definition of it. But to me, a yarn is about a connection with someone. A yarn's about a connection in a conversation. I think it's, yeah, you're exactly right. I think it's where you leave with something. And this this bloke in Canada, I can't remember his name, but he still puts that impression on me to bring it up till this day. So when you leave that conversation with something better than you went in with, that's definitely what what the yarn would exist. And it's that, it's that Aussie spirit as well. It's not just talking about, we love talking about the weather. We say, how cold is it all? How, how, how good your day or this kind of stuff. And, or you just walk randomly past someone cold, isn't it? And they're like, I guess so. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic like that. And this is all, you know, it's all still there. I was probably wearing a still a Jersey in that bar, but yeah, it's, 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 it's great. Honestly. Well, that, but that's it. Like I remember sitting in the airport in, uh, geez, where were we coming back from? Might've been Dallas when we were over there in, in States last trip it was one of the final flights we were making to get home. Or might have been even LA airport. And we had this, I had the Steelers, uh, I had my Steelers hoodie on and we were sitting there at the bar and someone started talking to us, uh, you know, and that sort of thing, like they do, you know, when you're an Aussie anywhere in a, in a sports bar. But like it was just, it was just really funny. Like it was just this, Sorry. you know, immediately a deeping meaningful. Oh, I saw what you brought up. I'm going to bring up too. Yeah. So, Firstly, Evgeny Crosby says we love you, Tunch. She was tougher than a wood than a woodpecker's lips. I love that phrase. I haven't heard it. I get what it means. I'm gonna use it going forward. But Buck Dancer, Buck Dancer <laughs> says, I hated this show last year, but now it's my favorite. You know Sorry, what? I cut you, Good. I cut you off there, Maddie, but that's a bit rich. Come on, Buck, what are you doing to us, mate? No, you know uh. what? Like you know, sometimes, you know. Sometimes a, a palette needs to develop. You know, there's a lot of things yeah, I hate true. that I like yeah. now, right? Yeah. So, you no, know, and also, you know, what I think about that, Mark, is that's probably like the, you know what it is? It's like the player that you bring in as a late draft pick and then they develop. So you're in the first part of the preseason, you think they're, you're they're crap and then they develop, you know, in their first season and now yeah, they're doing yeah. well. Like think that. about, I remember I said to, remember I said to you this week when we were chatting, I was like, I feel like we're like Alex Highsmith, right? And I know this sounds like we're giving ourselves rap, but you know how high I was on Alex Highsmith last year, and we've talked about that a bunch. But now we're ready for a big second year, you know? Second year, mate. I That's, it. That's just funny. That's so funny. It's, it's, it is true, though. you got to be – look, I'm an honest person. I, I reckon you're an honest person too. you got to be honest. Uh, and that's, that's what the you know, good connection we have. But that's funny. I hated the show. Fair enough. But now it's my favorite. That's all right. <laughs> well, I always say you can only hate that which you love. <laughs> that's so good. That's in a reverse. Richard McKinney says he's listening to us while watching Mizzou State and Oklahoma State. Ah, interesting. What the, I'd be interested to know the score of that game, actually. 
Um, I've got a big multi bet on <laughs> for all the cold. Yeah, so so do I. I've got one. Oh, do you? How many three. legs have you got? Oh, 15, mate. See how it goes. I, I had 15, and then like I, I submitted it one minute too late, so it's back to 12, and I lost like half the odds. It wasn't really. That's oh, okay. If, if you get 12, I'll be happy for you. It's, it's so hard to pick. Yeah, yeah. That look, I pretty much had to pick mostly favorites, but you know, anyway, uh, is what it is. But look. But before we crack into a couple more things, uh, you know, I want to crack into some anniversary moments for us, you know, the podcast. But, you know, we're obviously going to get to preview the Bills game next week too. But just quickly, right now, as it stands today, who are who are two who is this two Steelers players that you're looking to really step up in this in this first game against the Bills week one, which we know is so important for the Steelers to win. A lot of people are counting them out. If we can win that game. We automatically obviously start the season well, but we start to take the pressure off of trying to get the wins to make the wild card and to win the AFC North. Najee. That's my guy. I want to see him get 100 yards, two touchdowns, kick a, kick a field Jeez. goal. Let's go. <laughs> kick a field goal? Yeah, let's go. I want to see Najee. I really want to see what he can do. Uh, we've waited all offseason. We drafted number one. Um Look, I want to I want to beat the Bills so bad because on the uh, on one of our sites on Facebook in, in Australia, which they they know about four percent of NFL knowledge, that some of the blokes on there have no idea. Um, there's a lot of uh, Bills fans in there, and they all think they're going to win it. They all think they're going to win every every single game, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. So I would love love nothing more to you know have a Steelers win one and zero in Bills territory. Najee turns up, Najee. Hopefully has a big game, and he's going to play the whole game too. So that's very interesting to see him play the whole game. Um, and then on the defense, I want to see Melvin Ingram go crazy. Even though it's first game, hear me out, Matt. Hear me out. It's first game, but he's been, he's a veteran. He's been playing a long time. And if if he's going to go back up behind Highsmith or TJ or wherever he plays, I think he's that special guy that you don't have to count count on to to, to do some crazy things. But if he does, you know that the Steelers are playing well because they're, they're resting other players like TJ and like Highsmith. So, um, yeah, Melvin would be fun to watch and Najee would be so fun to watch. If he can score two touchdowns and get 90 yards plus. Oof. Well, this is interesting because Buck Dancer brings up James Pierre and Chris Wormley. So I think that's an interesting piece with two it out, right? Do we see, obviously, Chris Wormley, like, will fill the role, right? And obviously, for those that listen, I have an audio, you didn't see me do the, you know, the quotation marks of my fingers. But if, I wonder whether Melbourne Ingram plays a little bit more in that defensive end role, particularly when they're in sub packages. Do they play, you know, they talked about this a little bit when you look through some of the players the Steelers picked up through the draft of, yes, we're all, like, we're definitely a 3-14, but could we open up with some 4-3 packages? And I'm really interested in that when you think about the size of TJ, you think about Melvin Ingram, you know, you can still have Alex Highsmith there. You look at some of the guys that we've got with Haywood as well, you know, Alualu and, and Loudermilk. I, I just wonder, though, whether you could see a little bit of that because, you know, and, and still as Pittsburgh brought, has brought up in the chat, Ingram might play since TJ Watt hasn't played much. TJ Watt will is trained up. He'll be he'll be going out there. They'll be once the Steelers give him that money, they'll be getting their money's worth from him. Let me tell you. But I think it re, I think it's a really interesting point you make there though around Ingram because is it where he's relieving the snaps and do we start understanding what that looks like or is it taking the pressure off you know a guy like a Wormley? So I really like that. I really like that pick for me. 
I want to see Devin Bush. I think the first couple of quarters are going to be really hard. But when I think about what the what Josh Allen will do, I think if we can shut, you know, do our best to shut down, you know, digs, I think what Bush does in the middle of the field will be really important. How how do he and Schobert find their rhythm? Who's doing what? Who's, you know, tap, you know, looking after the quarterback, particularly when Josh Allen is, you know, he had, I think, like plus eight touchdowns last year off the rush, right? So, you know, Josh Allen's someone that we really got to watch out for, you know, in, in that team uh, from the offense, particularly when you get toward the end zone so or the, or the red zone. So, you know, that's interesting is, is how Devin Bush plays and over the middle. And, you know, they've got a tight end in David Knox. I think he's he's back from injury now. He's someone that can do a few things. He'll be looking for a big game on the Bills side of things. So Devin Bush is really interesting for me because it, it – we saw when Devin Bush was out, and we've talked about this, the impact that had on the Steelers' sacks and the rest of the Steelers' defense. So I'm really hoping that, you know, Devin Bush comes back, finds his rhythm really quickly. But I would say that I can imagine a bit of growing pains, you know, oh, yeah. in the first in the first half. The other guy for me is Pat Freemuth, right? Now, I, mean, I wanted to say Najee, but, you know, I think everyone's sort of cognizant of the fact that our number one draft pick who isn't running back needs to play well. But for me, for Pat Freemuth, it's not letting the game get above him, right? Now, I don't think they're going to put too much pressure on him. I think they're going to let him work his way in, set up some easy, easier receptions and what have you, let Ebron do the toughest stuff. But I want Pat Freemuth, all I want from him is to see a really couple, couple of really solid blocks that help set, you know, help on the edge for Najee. I want to see a couple of great catches. I don't need touchdowns or anything like it, but I just want to see him get into space and do some things. I, I just have that solid first start and just ease your way in. That's what I'm looking for out of Pat Freeman. Uh, that's funny, Matty, because look at his preseason work, what Ben did with Freeman with two touchdowns. Does, does, that not, does that not say that he's ready to, to go out and excel? It, I know you want the low expectations, but look at what he did in the preseason. Those are two fantastic catches. But this is the thing that I think when we talked about the pick your poison last year, yeah, there were there were options, right? But the great thing I think about the Steelers this year with the pick the poison is more around because you've got Freemuth there, right? And teams have seen that on tape. They're gonna mark up against Freemuth. What happens when you stick Claypool in there, who's you know, not far off the same size? He's only one inch smaller and i think there's only 15 pounds between them which is only 15 pounds it's like 8kg right it's not that crazy when you're like you know plus 100 so i mean there is a big difference in 120 130 but uh, kgs but in the size of someone and, and their muscle mass but all i'm saying is is that you know people might be directed toward free move who does that free up and and so this is the thing is like yeah i'm not saying that he's not ready for it i just think let's ease him in and ease him in. And I think it's just something the Steelers are pretty good at. You saw that with Claypool last year. Like he did a bit in the first six weeks. Then he had a rougher sort of couple of weeks. Some of that was his own performance. Some of that was this, they worked managing the snaps, working, you know, other people around around that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just interested to see what Freemuth can do. But at the same time, if he starts opening it up and there's, you know, down yeah, the scene imagine, and all the rest of it, imagine, man, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. Imagine, the only imagine thing is... Oh. I've been waiting to buy his jersey because I thought he was going to go back to 87 with Raider off the roster. But now I'm like, now I'm thinking he's, he's going to stay at 88. I don't want to buy something that he changes, you know. I yeah. love the 88, though. I want him to keep the 88. Oh, 88 looks, looks great. It looks it looks, it looks, looks good for Freemuth, man. I, look, if he goes off and Najee goes off, um, I know we have to get into the Bill side too, but, like, just quickly, we, we, can, we can win this game, right? 
Like there's no. Oh, hundred percent, like, we can win this game. Yeah, like there's no, like we are getting uh, counted out by a lot of people, uh, a lot of NFL, you know, analysts are counting us out, and there's they're, you know, they're, they're eight point favorites. It just feels like the the Steelers won't show up and do nothing. I, I don't know. Well, I I really, I'm really confident about this game. Well, you know, like I'm a, you know, we both like a bet, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw on sports bet, you know, our local one. They're a part of. They're actually our local subsidiary of of FanDuel in the US. You know, their Steelers are paying three dollars forty six, right? Oh, also, I put I put some money on at sixty seven dollars for uh, a Steelers Tampa Bay final, and I put some money on a Steelers Arizona final at three hundred and forty six to one. Uh, but um, but anyway. The Steelers are paying $3.46, interestingly enough, uh, against the Bills. I'm not taking the bet because I think it's too close. Like, I actually would prefer it out at $4 plus, right? Because I know that the Steelers are, can be really in this game, and I think the odds don't reflect it, to be honest. So, the, the, you know. You're just counting us out, though, mate. I, I, I would, I reckon a good, if there's a tipping column out there, uh, or even in our, we do the, the survival. Survivor, one now, right? yeah. Pick yeah, the Steelers. Yeah. Everyone else exactly. will be out. Exactly. So for the BTSC guys on the, on the Yahoo, and I know we're all Steeler fans, but if there's a similar one, there's a Bills version, which is probably terrible. Um, they're probably picking the Bills to to win, and I just don't see it. I don't see how we're counted out to, to we're going to lose, uh, and that the it should be a more of an even game. I think that the the taste in our mouth from last year from losing that game versus the Browns, and they're saying we haven't got an offensive line. They're saying we can't run the football. Um, you know, some of the analysts don't even know who the receivers are. Some of the, I looked up, uh, watched the the preview on the NFL.com, and it doesn't really go into anything. It just talks about stats. It doesn't go into what they're, 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 how they're playing or the injuries and stuff like that. It just says that the Bills were better at this and the Steelers had a, had a lesser uh, run rate. So I think we have a chance to shoot. We could, we could beat them by three or, or four points, something like that. Yeah, and, and, and well, this is it. And this is like, I'm pretty much sticking to my game prediction of 27-23 Steelers, right? Um, but when I think about the two players, and I would love to hear your two players for the Bills, the two players for me that are important, right? Because I think this game, this game, we know that Stefan Diggs is going to be a headache. We know they've got guys like Devin Singletary in the backfield that are going to be a headache and Zach Moss and the rest of it, right? We know Allen's going to be a headache for the Steelers. So for me, it's about outscoring them. You know, I think we often talk about the defenses and shutting people down. Sometimes you just got to be able to score some points, right? Because if you can score points, you can take the pressure off your defense. And so for me, it's the two guys we need to watch out for are like Tremaine Edmonds, you know, Ter- Terrell Edmonds' brother. You just took mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, we can talk about him. And, and Ed Oliver, though, at the defensive tackle, because Ed Oliver yeah, needs to enough. show up after his high draft status. You know, and they've got a couple of other pass rushes. Um, they got uh, Gregory Rousseau and stuff like that out of this draft who might show up. But for me, and, you know, everyone will talk about Tredavious White and everyone will talk about Micah Hyde and um, Poyer and all the rest of it in the, in the in the secondary. But to me, it's this middle of the field. It's can they shut down the run? Because you talk about Najee on the offensive side of the football. Mm. We talk about, you know, backing that up with Balage. We talk about That's things like point. jet sweeps. We talk about things like Canada's pre-snap motion. Well, well, I'm interested to see, can the Bills stop us? Because Josh Allen's just signed this massive contract. Everyone expects the world of digs. Put them under pressure. Put some points up mm. and go, you know what? Let's do it, Josh Allen. You want to be a gunslinger? Like fight it out with, with Big Ben, the original. 
you know? Like, it's kind yep. of this old, like, can you fight against, you know, the Steelers sort of, hate to use this word, but like cowboy, like we're the old school gunslinger here. You know, I'm the meanest guy in the West, you know, like Big Ben's Clint Eastwood kind of thing. And, you know, who's this hotshot coming in to face him? I love it, you know? This is like this is like the Grand Torino game. Have you seen that movie? Oh that yeah, movie. yeah. What's uh, <laughs> what's he say? Go ahead, make my day. Uh, <laughs> listen, I love the point about you said the the run game up the middle. So you have the guys on the outside, all the the hot shots, uh, Poya, Hyde, uh, the the cornerbacks, right? That middle of the field is going to be very important, I think, even for our mate uh, Fryermuth and the run game. Exactly, if they can run up up the guts. And get those important, like more than two yards. But I want to see like a six-yard push, and then it's a second and four, second and three. This whole game is changed because then you can you can start to, to 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 do some other things with the offense. And I think this run game, if the run game can hold the football, then look, Josh Allen has a hard task. Like he has a very hard hard task to to beat the Steelers at home. It's not a, it's not a pushover game at all. So my guy was going to be. Uh, shut down Diggs, going to be very hard to do. Diggs is a great receiver. And you took the other bloke was uh, Tremaine Edmonds in the middle of the field. If they can exploit him on the run or exploit him in the in the passing game uh, with the, the Frymouth and the tight end and stuff like that, or, you know, get get the the the, the guards and the, the blockers on him so Najee can run free. It's a very, it's then it's more of an even game. So don't count us out just yet. Well, and that's interesting because you bring up like Mark Tobin in the live chat says, I don't see it with our secondary and O-line trying to beat a playoff team on the road right off the bat. It's a tall task and I don't see us winning this game. I get, like, I understand that sentiment. But if I've got Dan Moore, Dotson and Kendrick Green, who I almost put down instead of Freemuth, right? But it's, it, you know, I wanted to talk about Freemuth as well. I didn't want to miss out on that. Mate, they could put, like, there's a funny saying like that I've always grown up with around physical and contact sport, which is if you set the tempo early, particularly against bigger teams or teams that are expected to do better, you put it up in their face and you show them really quickly Whoa. who's Look boss. They buckle under the pressure. People don't expect you. If you can step up to the fight for someone that's, you know, not the, it, you know, someone that's expected to win, someone's expected to beat you, that's big and physical. You, you immediately set the tempo. Some people, they got to either come to the party or they back away. And a lot of, in nine times out of 10, people back away. And I just think Dan Moore, Kendrick Green, mm-hmm. you know, with Dotson on that side of that Bill's defense, I don't think they're going to know what's hit them. And when you add into that Canada pre-snap motion, uh, I'm sorry, I, I just think this is a, this is a, the great thing about this game. And usually as Steelers fans, we're in this boat with other teams. This is that um, exactly. I'm having that. I'm having a mental blank on the word, but you know what I mean. The um, this is a game that they should win, but you know that they could lose. This is it's, oh, it's what's like, the word? I'm having a mental blank. No idea. Me too. I'm getting too excited. But it's like it's exactly what you said. It's the tempo. It's exactly trap the game. Same. It's a trap game. Trap. It's a trap yeah, game. Trap. That's the one. Same thing. <laughs> General Axbar. It's a trap. Last year. last year with the Browns and the, the tempo for us, we're like, oh, we've got this. We're going to win. Um, if the Bills go into this game saying we've got this, we're going to win, it's going to be very tough. If they do win, very tough game. Like you said, if we have the tempo and we can um, really show up for the game, which we haven't been doing in a lot of these games. No, actually, it's the games that we think we're going to win. We don't. We don't turn up. The ones like this that we don't, we, they count us out. Then we tend to show up. So yeah, I'm keen to see what they can do. Like imagine if that that state. Like I want to hear you know the fans back in the stands, Manny. But I don't want to hear a sound um, in Buffalo. I want to hear Niagara Falls, which is about 40 kilometers away or 40 miles away, 
Like, I want to hear that. I don't want to hear any Bills fan. I don't want to hear cracking tables. I don't want to hear that. I just want to just uh, to Najee run down there and get a touchdown and go 7-0. Here we go. TJ, sack. Let's go. Like, this is like, does, does the game start tomorrow? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's great. Right. Yeah, look, and it's got a question about like the their offensive line. They got a pretty decent offensive line. And, you know, Spencer Brown, Spencer Brown, who they added through the draft, he could be quite an interesting tackle. But I reckon we can put him under pressure really early. Like, you know, I mean, Brad Jewett says it's not a trap game. A trap's probably not the right word I'm looking for, but it, it is in a way a trap game. Everyone thinks they're going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like... You know, I don't care if they know who they are. If the Steelers show up and beat them at home, this puts pressure on them. This is a team that a lot of people have as a lock for the AFC Championship game, if not the Super Bowl, right? And they've got a good roster. They've got a good team. Like, I think the Bills will do really well. But if the Steelers rock up away week one with all the change that they've had in this roster, like, and all the, like, everyone's starting to jump back on the Big Ben train now, right? But, I'm sorry, most pundits, mainstream NFL media have sat there and bagged him for the last eight months or whatever it is. It's all, it, you know, you can't sit there now and say, oh, Big Ben looks good now. No, you thought he was terrible. He's not. He's going to show up. You got it wrong. <laughs> you tell him, Matty. You tell those blokes in the ladies. You, you go out there and email them and let them know. Let them know two of <laughs> you blokes uh, that we're coming, all right? We got this game. We know what's going on. But Brad Jewett says it's a five-star matchup, and and I I do agree. You know, it's it's absolutely going to be a five-star matchup, and it will show you even if we do lose, right? It will show you where this team is currently pegged, and you know, it might say the Steelers, hey, you need to make a roster move. Like remember, we brought in Minka, right, when it was clear that we we're going to have a problem, and it, that was regardless of Big Ben's injury or not. So it's pretty interesting. But look, Mark, that wraps up. Part two of this week's Steelers touchdown. We're going to have a part three where we're going to take audience Q&A, bit of audience Q&A, and we're also going to kick that off with a couple of highlights of our first year with BTSC. So join us at part three, quick bonus section. If you're on the audio side, flick over to part three. You know, this is a little bit of, you know, like the after after party show that happens in you know as well. This is a bit of that with with Marky D and Matty P. So join us for part three in just a couple of seconds. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.